live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. Let's buckle up as the show begins. Rome, well, I take you around this great big world. Connect with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Thank you, Craig. Welcome back for Hour 2 of America's number one travel radio show, everyone. It is just past 11 a.m. Eastern. It is Saturday, September 16th, with RJ here in studio with Mary and me and Rudy patched in from London, as I said, as we just ended last hour. We thought we'd kick off this hour getting some kicks on Route 66. Kicks on Route 66, indeed. We're heading to Nokomis, Illinois, where our next guest is enjoying the Canines and Cars show. But he's actually joining us to talk about next week's big Route 66 Mother Road Festival. And that's happening in historic downtown Springfield, Illinois. Let's bring in Greg Cooper, better known as Coop, on the show hotline. Coop, nice to have you aboard with us today. How are you doing? Oh, we're enjoying a beautiful day in Illinois, and we're wanting the weather to just carry on through next week for the uh, 22nd Annual International Route 66 Mother Road Festival, which is September 22nd through the 24th, and awesome downtown Springfield, the heart of Lincoln and everything. Well, that's so. what we want to talk about. I know we've got R.J. here. He's got the open road coming up uh, later this hour in our iBlock. So, R.J., you want to uh, go to Coop? Absolutely. And, Coop, it's nice to meet you. Uh, thanks for coming on. And so I'm the person, I handle the uh, automotive segment here on the show, and, you know, we always talk about there's not a single car enthusiast out there who either hasn't or doesn't want to experience Route 66. So can you tell us a little bit, just summarize the big uh, Route 66 Mother Road Festival coming up next weekend? And, and also, uh, can you tell me about how many people you're expecting to come down to Springfield? Yeah, this is quite unique. It's one of the most prestigious Route 66 festivals in the country. And it's a big three-day event. And we have this uh, saying that says, fun, the music, the cars, and that's exactly what it is. It's three days of uh, seeing some of the most spectacular cars you're ever going to see. When I you have the judges telling you that do national shows across the country, and they said, we have never seen some of these great cars we've ever seen before. They truly do come in from all across the country. I know we've already have cars registered from California all the way down to Georgia and all the way across the United States, so it's pretty awesome to know that they're all coming in. And basically, in our uh, three-day span, we have about 60,000 spectators. Friday night is our big cruise night, which we have Hail to the Heroes. The first 14 vehicles will be uh, local United States veterans, and one is the uh, only uh, remaining World War II veteran in Sangamon County. So you got that going. And in that cruise, uh, one of our big special guests is Dennis Gage from My Classic Car TV. It's going to be in all uh, uh, Friday night and Saturday. He'll actually be riding in the parade. And that is one of the, the biggest things. It's not really even the major part of the show, but on Friday night uh, from 6 until 8, 8.30, you're going to see about 2,000 cars going on about a 10-mile parade all the way downtown Springfield which is pretty awesome on that. Well, that sounds great. So, Coop, we're told that you and your wife, Sue, have been really pretty heavily involved in producing this festival. I think she handles the registrations over the past three years. But So uh, 2,000 cars is a lot of cars. I'm sure there's a lot of really special and unique cars coming. Can you give us an idea of some of, like, maybe the more special or unique cars that people can actually enjoy seeing? Well, I know I just talked to a guy from California the other day. He's got a beautiful 1958 uh, it's kind of a pewter-colored, more of a coral Cadillac, which is just immaculate. That's just one of the unique ones there, but we get unique cars. Uh, I know we have a big group of Opals that come in, and they have some of the most unique ones there as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, just uh, from antique to modern era, you're going to see everything on the planet. 
it just amazes me every corner I go down when I'm doing the show and kind of looking around. It just amazes me that the uniqueness of what these people do with their cars, no matter what year. So, so Coop, mm-hmm. I, you know, I want you to share with us as well something. You know, I noticed you were uh, we were looking before the show that you're a retired 911 um, or 911, I should say, emergency disaster. Uh, or dispatcher, uh, and you also worked as a part-time police officer, so we thank you for your service to our country. But uh, this event also benefits Crime Stoppers, so I, I would enjoy hearing a little bit about that and also how your love or connection to Route 66 developed. Yeah, one of the most unique things we love to give to uh, charities out there and for the cruise, the cruise Friday night is free, but there's a $5 donation to our local Crime Stoppers segment of Bernard County, so that's pretty cool on that. But yeah, I retired in 2020, and that's when COVID hit, and the company that was running the show initially uh, decided to move on, and they, they, they were wanting to go uh, more local feel. That's how um, uh, I, I came in the picture with my wife, Sue, and uh, we just, you know, um, I have always been in the car show circuit going to shows for years. And then it's so interesting because I do the Abe Lincoln Car Show Spectacular. I was always dreamed about doing the Mother Road, and then when this opportunity came up, now I'm doing uh, the first and second biggest shows in Springfield. So it's quite an honor to do that and like i said we also you mentioned about the police items there we we, uh we do a lot with the the tribute to veterans and then law enforcement and first responders and stuff like that too so coop how many people do you expect will attend and what who named it the mother road and what does that mean exactly yeah i I had to actually dig into that myself it's called international mother road festival route 66 mother road festival because before COVID, people would actually ship their cars over internationally from Britain or wherever, and, and you know it was just amazing how that all transpired. And some of the history, uh, like I said, just uh, we wanted to, as far as I know, the naming goes, we wanted to truly dig into the roots of from Santa Monica to Chicago and, and have that kind of name tagged to it. And that's kind of where that came about. And how many yeah. people do you expect to attend? Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, like I said, roughly we're going to have in the three-day span 60,000 spectators, which is no charge for them, and registered cars that are actually getting judged. It's right around 1,200. And like I said, cruise night, we have more than that. It's 2,000. So, yeah, it's big, uh, big, big numbers. No question about yeah, that. Yeah, that's, so. a, that's a major turnout. Uh, so, Coop, I also I just want to touch on um, the, the show is the whole weekend, and there's so many events going on. I have the list in front of me. You have live music Friday, Saturday night. You have, uh, like you said, uh, celebrity guest Dennis Gage from My Classic Car TV is going to be there for a Q&A. That really caught my eye because I've always loved watching him. Uh, and there's just there's so many more events. There's a farmer's market on a Saturday morning as well. It really does seem like a fair almost uh, additionally. So can you tell me a little bit, you know, which of your, and I know the event, you know, the whole thing, maybe you're, uh, you're biased, but can you just tell me which event do you think is uh, your favorite over the whole weekend? Over the whole weekend, the, the burnout competition there must be three to 4,000 people that come over to watch us. It's just amazing. It's 3 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. That's one. Um, uh, the other item is is with our uh, uh, Miss Mother Road contest, which we have, and they've added a Mr. Mother Road contest this year, so that's one there. But uh, the entertainment, we, we don't just settle on, you know, just, you know, bands that are so-so. I mean, we have really – it hits all areas of music that we have going on. And uh, things to see, we have an original big boy statue from a sign company that's going to be hey, really? selfies with us yeah we, we're gonna they're gonna haul him in and it's gonna be a selfie station so to speak and then on the other side there's a there's a huge neon trailer if you want to check out some neons and things like that oh that's awesome and uh yeah <laughs> so you know, I know and, and i know rj you was saying as we were the break yeah, this monet uh is that is that all of the, the cars the way the monet of cars yeah. yeah so is, is that is that like an art exhibit with the uh, artist dick levy yeah yeah correct that uh, dick Dick, Dick Levi, he, uh, of course, has the LRS, uh, no, no, no problem, nitro car that's in 
and HRA and stuff like that. And he has a whole half a block of cars. And there's a new added one, too, uh, Isringhausen Imports. They have now joined that little party. And it's an, and these are some of the unique cars. These are all well, Coop, cars. They're, they're Coop, we're going to have to leave it there because we're going to hit a hard break soon. And Bobby's going to shut off all of our mics. Uh, but we want to thank you for joining us. I know you're there at an event this weekend. But next weekend, it's coming. Folks, you want to find out more information, Route66Fest.com. We'll do that. Thank you very much for the check-in today. Hope you have a great turnout next week. When we return after this quick sponsors break, Robert Niles, a.k.a. Mr. Theme Park Insider, is going to join the show. Keep those radios locked in, folks. We're back in 180 seconds. As we take a brief sponsors break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Hilton Grand Vacations provides a premier travel experience that will surpass your expectations. With more than 150 resorts, they provide spacious, upscale accommodations with home-like features and resort-style amenities. You can also convert membership points into Hilton Honor Points for stays at thousands of Hilton hotels worldwide or for air travel, car rentals, and more. Wherever travel takes you, you'll always feel at home with Hilton Grand Vacations because your stay will feel more like a home than a hotel room. Find more info at HiltonGrandVacations.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. A new season calls for new tastes. There's no easier way to flavor your fall than with HelloFresh. Their fall lineup of delicious dinners is crafted by chefs using fresh produce and the best in-season ingredients. With a rotating menu of 40 weekly options to choose from, even the pickiest eaters will be asking for seconds. Sign up for America's number one meal kit today and take 50% off plus 15% off the next two months with code Carrie at HelloFresh.com slash Carrie. That's code Carrie at HelloFresh.com slash Carrie. Or find a link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. This fall, take premium audio with you wherever you go. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With three sound profiles, optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, and 32 hours of total battery life. And they start at half the price of other premium audio brands. Right now, Raycon is having their annual back-to-school sale. For a limited time only, get 20% off site-wide, plus free shipping at buyraycon.com slash carry. That's buyraycon.com slash carry. Or visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors for a link. rmworldtravel.com is your place for show archives, travel news, sponsor links, and so much more. You can also connect with Robert and Mary and the RM World Travel Show team. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. All right, as we roll on from Route 66, by the way, don't forget, RJ is coming up with the open road and the I-Block this hour. Well, happenings involving the theme park sector of travel, that's on top for this G-Block, and this segment of the show is sponsored by Hilton Grand Vacations. As part of the Hilton portfolio of brands, Hilton Grand Vacations provides a premier travel experience that is 
going to surpass your expectations with more than 150 resorts in places like New York City, Las Vegas, Mexico, Italy, the UK, Japan, and more. They provide spacious upscale accommodations with home-like features and resort-style amenities, ranging from beautiful pools to state-of-the-art fitness centers. We like the ability to convert membership points into Hilton Honors points, and then you can use them towards stays at thousands of hotels worldwide, or even for car rentals, air travel, and a lot more. Their points-based vacation ownership system will enables members all the benefits of owning a vacation home without the responsibilities of traditional home ownership. Wherever travel takes you, find more information at HiltonGrandVacations.com. There's also a link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. All right, longtime show friend Robert Niles of Theme Park Insider is holding for us on the show hotline. We've invited him back to hear some of his insights on trends in the theme park sector of travel and some of the spooky happenings that are happening in our country's theme parks going on now until the end of October. Here's Robert. Robert, thanks for jumping aboard with us this morning. Hey, it's great to be back. All right. Hard to believe when you think about it, but 30 years have passed since Six Flags. They started their popular fright fests in the parks. So I have to guess, I, I don't know this, but they have to be doing something big for their 30th anniversary of the haunted events. Absolutely. Which, uh, go ahead. Tell I'm us ha- a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm out here in Los Angeles where uh, you know Six Flags has their biggest, most popular park, Magic Mountain, and they are really going hard for a fright fest this year. They've got a couple of really hot Warner Brothers properties that they're bringing in for for mazes this year, Conjuring and Saw. Usually Six Flags doesn't get the big movie IP and Hmm. Fright Fest, but uh, they've got to deal with Warner Brothers, which if you remember long, long ago, Six Flags used to be part of Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. But uh, so they're they're doing something that's a little bit more in the style of what uh, a lot of local fans have come accustomed to with uh, Universal and their Halloween Horror Night. You know, Robert, Halloween's really grown, don't you think, uh, in popularity over the years? And I think that these parks are proving that when they start their celebrations early in the fall. It's good for business. It brings more people in. So revenues go up right after the summer crowds thin. And I do think it's a great way to experience the park, especially in the evenings. So I want to head to Virginia. I'm actually partial to Six Flags. I grew up with the one in New Jersey. I love Six Flags theme parks. But Busch Gardens Williamsburg is a park Robert and I have enjoyed many times and they've got their hollow scream that i also think is close to 25 years or so what do you think of it well actually this is the 50th anniversary of the original theme park halloween event which is not scary farm at knott's berry farm in southern california and that really kind of set the tone for all of these events that we're seeing at parks around the country right now you just mentioned hollow scream at bush gardens williamsburg uh, there's a relatively new Halloween event that's happening at Hershey Park up in Pennsylvania. Of course, SeaWorld is now doing the Hallow Scream events that they've borrowed over from their their friends at uh, at Busch Gardens. Uh, even Disney is doing Halloween events. They're not doing the scary haunt events, but they've got their Oogie Boogie Bash at Disney California Adventure and their long-running Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at Walt Disney World in Florida. So everyone is in on this. Uh, I, I've said before, quoting uh, the former head of Universal's theme parks, they call this their 13th month. It just brings in that much. Well, clearly it has to. Yeah. When you give with, those numbers uh, that you just said, you know, 50th anniversary, 30th anniversary, 25th anniversary, yeah. all of that. So as Mary just said, it, clearly it's good for business, Robert. Huge staying power in this industry because fans love it. I mean, fans, uh, they're people that this is it. This is their year. They circle this, uh, you know, November 1st, they're going to be planning going out to the Halloween events at the parks next year. And the parks themselves have already started planning for their 2024 events. So mm-hmm. this is this has become an industry within the industry of theme parks, and it's wildly mm-hmm. successful. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about one haunted house at each of these parks. We're talking these are oh, huge no. Oh, no, productions, exactly right? Some have like seven and eight. I think it's an interesting yeah, I, way. I, I, Go ahead. I'm sorry, Robert. 
Yeah, I got back from uh, Universal Orlando, which is probably the biggest event. They do 10 new houses every single year at Universal Orlando. So Mm. it is, uh, I mean, that's not built for people to come for one night. That's built for people to come and do a vacation. They're coming multiple nights to Halloween Horror Night. So they're going with that same multiple night uh, business model that a lot of theme parks developed years ago. It's well, not just well, you've mentioned mm. all right. So you've mentioned you know obviously Knott's Berry. We've mentioned Six Flags and and Sea World and Bush and all of that. But you know, I'm going to move us to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. This is an area of the uh-huh. country. Two members of our team, Bob and Kayla, that they enjoy a lot. I saw something recently that said Dollywood. It's the number one ticketed attraction in the state. That says a lot when you think about Nashville, right, and all the venues that are being in in, in Tennessee as well. So I find the idea personally a fall in Dollywood more interesting than being there in the hot summer. So what does that theme park have on tap for this fall? I'm guessing music has to also be involved somehow. Yeah, they do a big fall festival every year at Dollywood. Again, they're not into the horror and the screams and everything. I I can't imagine... Actually, I could imagine a Dolly Parton haunted house, but I don't think they would go for that. Uh, but uh, their thing is always about uh, family friendly, being open to everyone. So they want something that has broad appeal. So yeah, they've got a big fall festival out there, and it, it is. It's about it's the nicer weather, the cooler weather. Uh, you know, the apple cider, the, uh, the, the cinnamon bread, of course, mm-hmm. uh, the funnel cakes, all the food and, and, and the bounty of the harvest, and of course, plenty of live music as well. Mm-hmm. Very family friendly. So, Robert, I want to switch gears just a little bit here. When you look at how theme parks are evolving just in general, and I'm not really talking necessarily about, we've talked to you a lot about these big coasters and these big rides, and they're all mm-hmm. bigger and better than ever, but I'm talking more about whether it's water stations, touchless and cashless payments, food options, and things like that. What are some things that you're seeing these parks are really starting to kind of grab onto to change the visitor experience? Really, I think it's about that diversification of product and services as well. Um, on one hand, that's making things kind of confusing for a lot of people, which is why you know we've got a lot of information on ThemeParkInsider.com, and, and, and Parks put out a lot of information to try and help people navigate all of the different options that you've got. Because you've got things like Halloween events now. You're going to have holiday events coming up in a few months, actually just a few weeks. Uh, you're going to have a lot of kind of after-hours events that are happening through the years, a lot of tours and upcharges and parties and things that they do, trying to find something that fits not just the budget, but the, the tastes and the wants of everyone in there. And as you said, I mean, the way you pay for it is changing, too. Uh, I think they've taken some uh, lessons from the cruise industry where they're t- trying to make things feel a little bit more all-inclusive, where you can get all-day dining deals, so you're paying for all of that up front. Uh, we're seeing a lot of parks go cashless at this point. So yeah, that's that, a big uh, thing that we've been seeing. Mm-hmm. things just with your phone and right. you're doing anything at all inside the park in terms of payment. So. A lot of this is changing, and uh, like I said, they're they're taking lessons from all different parts of the travel industry, including cruises, including destinations, resort destinations, all to try and make the theme park experience something that's more tailored for each individual family that's out there. You know, this year, here we are, okay, on the 16th of September. We're nine months into the year and so forth. As you look at the first nine months of the year, is there something that you just say, well, that's the big thing from the theme park sector of travel that really sticks with you so far? Uh, really, in terms of, of the things that have happened so far this year, it's just getting back to huge crowds is the thing that, that uh, it's really just you know, seeing how everybody is managing crowd control these days. Um, you're seeing uh, movement to more of express passes and that sort of thing that, that really was becoming popular before 
all of the lockdowns and that sort of things really kind of come back at this point hard because uh, it is. I mean, the crowds are all over the place at this uh, at this point. Well, listen, that's good for and, business uh, and, and it, good for the community. I mean, I know that uh, the summer has been rough because of the weather in a lot of markets, uh, but that just means that things seem to be getting heavier in the fall. All right. So, the weather so let me ask you this really quick. We've got a minute with you right now. You know, we saw that you you know just wrote something about a trademark filing called America 250 that just occurred this month on behalf of America's big birthday coming in 2026 for people that <laughs> yeah. don't get it. 1776, 2026, that's 250 years. Uh, anyway, share how you think the theme parks may get involved. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the bicentennial back in 1976, and the thing that that really struck me is it made me feel very old because that means the bicentennial was 50 years ago. <laughs> uh, it was big for a lot of theme park development. We saw two theme parks open that were really kind of themed to America, the Great America parks that are now Six Flags Great America and California's Great America. They were both owned by a company called Marriott back then. Uh, we saw the first big modern vertical looping coaster, Revolution, the Great American Revolution, which is now the new revolution at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Disneyland had the America Sings show, which eventually provided all of the animatronics for the now-closed Splash Mountain Flume Ride. There were mm. parades, theme shows. Uh, so the theme park industry really went all out to try and capture the zeitgeist of the moment with the Bicentennial. Now we'll have to see how yeah. everyone's feeling in a couple of years with 250, but I know that they're planning a lot of America-themed stuff for that summer right now. All right. Well, we're going to follow that. And again, that is coming. So folks, themeparkinsider.com. You heard Robert say that. Themeparkinsider.com. So much good information there. Robert, enjoy the weekend. Thanks for checking. Thanks for having me. Yeah, as always. Thank you. All right. Nice to reconnect with Robert. Good information, folks. As we pause for a few important sponsor messages, the bottom of the hour break, Rudy's going taco trailing next. Stay with us, everyone. Today's edition of RM World Travel will be right back. And you can always stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why we say you should check out LinkedIn Jobs. They can find the right people for your team faster and for free. Yes, you can post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash carry. Once again, that's linkedin.com slash carry to post your job for free. Or as always, you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Terms and conditions will apply. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com. Sometimes we all need a vacation, a celebration to bring us together now. America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. This portion of the program is sponsored by fieldofgreens.com. Let's imagine you're at your doctor's office and he or she glances up from your chart and says, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up. Well, that's the field of greens.com better health promise. Here's an email from Greg. Thanks for turning me on to field of greens, writes Greg. 
I've been taking the product and the results have been great. This is the second time my doctor has practically danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due, Rudy, Robert, and Mary, loving my field of greens. Well, thank you for the testimonial, Greg. You know, every fruit and vegetable that Field of Greens uses was medically selected for specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys, while others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy and don't get enough exercise or if you eat too much fast food, this product will make a big difference for you. We can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, as Greg put it, but at your next checkup, your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back. Get started today and save 15% at fieldofgreens.com by using the promo code CAREY, C-A-R-E-Y. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Well, one of the primary reasons that folks travel is to eat and drink terrific or at least different cuisines. Over the years, some regions have developed and mapped uh, so-called food trails. For example, there's Kentucky's Bourbon Trail. There's a cheese trail in New York State's lovely Finger Lakes region. But one of the fastest growing kind of or food types in America is tacos. And yup, there's a trail for that. In fact, quite a few, actually, according to our next guest, journalist Emily Capiello. Emily, nice to have you in the house today. Is it just me or do I see more taco places now than I've ever seen before? You definitely see more taco places than ever before. The country is estimated to eat 4.5 billion, with a B, tacos just this year. Like So, yeah, it's growing at about a 5% rate, and you should see a taco place popping up on basically every corner. Well, you know, since I knew we'd be talking today, I typed taco trails into a search engine, and I was stunned at how many references popped up. In one small town northeast of San Francisco, for example, there are almost 40 family-owned taco places. It's wild, isn't it? Yeah, that's the Concord, the Concord, California Trail. And that that one is said to be the original taco trail. Um, But there's so many other taco trails throughout the nation now. There's, you know, one in New York, Hudson Valley, which I will be doing this fall since tacos are my favorite food in the literal world. Um, And there's also one in Connecticut, which I'm bringing my girlfriends on for my birthday, Uh, you know. Kansas City has one, Ohio has one, Greenville, South Carolina has one, Brownsville, Texas has one, and Bloomington, uh, Missouri also has one. So there's That's a actually, lot of I, yeah, I there's a lot. To, I just have to correct you since Bloomington, Minnesota is where it's at. Oh it's yes, five- you are correct. And it's five miles from where I live, so that's how I know that. But I had no idea that Bloomington, Minnesota had a taco trail. Now, what? How does the trail work? Do you do you go online and it's online? Do you get a map somewhere at one of the taco places or what? So some of them are are a little different. Some of them you you just go online and they pop up, and you know you can see who's on it. But there are other ones that actually put together Taco Trail Passport, and you can get this passport online or you get it at a location, and they kind of stamp your card as you go through, and then you get you know free tacos or free soft drink or just bragging rights that you've eaten tacos at every single one of those places. Uh, that's incredible. Is there, so uh, I guess one would do, if if you're really a taco fan, you sort of do what I did, which is go, I went on to Google.com and I typed in, you know, taco trails and up they popped. Um, and and I, I mean, do you get, if you get one of these passports, you get a free taco if you make it to the end? 
It really depends on which trail you follow and who's doing a promotion at that time. Um, so, you know, the, the one in Concord has fun challenges throughout the, the whole year. Sometimes it's, you know, you have to eat this specific taco at every place, or sometimes it's, you know, you have to order a special item off the menu. Um, so it really, it really varies depending on the taco trail and, you know, what they're, what they're emphasizing at that time. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you get to eat tacos. Is that not a prize enough? It certainly is. Did you say the one in Concord, which is apparently outside of San Francisco, is your favorite taco trail? So my favorite, well, that's the most well-known. I I can't be, I have to be honest with you. I think the New York Trail is my favorite. It's my home. That's where I live. And um, they've been doing some really innovative things on that trail. So uh, right now that's in the lead. But I really can't pick a favorite until I try every single one. So... <laughs> You have a lifelong pursuit. When you say they're trying some special things, like what, for example? Well, they're shifting um, what your notion is about a taco. So it's not just beef, meat, you know, the cheese, the, the lettuce anymore. They're putting really great things in these tacos. So octopus, chicken, vegetarian, sweet potato, you know, a taco is only as limited as your imagination is. And you know, crunchy tacos, soft tacos, some are doing, you know, Asian-style tacos, bao bun-style tacos. And, and so they've become really interesting. They've become a comfort food. Um, they've become something that you, can, you cannot get the same taco twice. And I presume you're generally looking for family-run restaurants uh, or, you know, one-of-a-kind because I gather most taco chains have, you know, a formula, period, right? Yes. I mean, you know, at, at Taco Bell or Chipotle, you know what you're getting every single time. So these are really for independent, mom and pop, creative taco shops, um, you know, one of a kind, just like their, just like their product, right? One of a kind shop, one of a kind taco. Fabulous. Uh, well, I've got to tell you, Emily Capiello is a journalist, and she writes a lot about food and travel, and is certainly committed to tacos. And I thank you so much for letting me. I had no idea there were taco trails. Thank you for joining us, Emily. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. We'll be right back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel by following us at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. Fun isn't hard. Right. Babbel's interactive lessons, podcasts, games, and more make it fun and engaging, so you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. You can choose from topics like travel, business, relationships, and more. You'll learn what matters most to you. Plus, Babbel's lessons are designed to get you speaking right away. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. Just three weeks? Even better. Since Babbel's lessons are designed by language experts and voiced by real native speakers, you'll get the accents just right and be able to carry on conversations with confidence. Learning a language with Babbel doesn't take long. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's, it's perfect. perfect. And now, try Babbel free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra-smooth, ultra-powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. He didn't stutter. See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. 
Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. ID verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Wake up, people. You are optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids to work to friends and everything in between, you have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements, learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends 4th of July. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back, folks. RJ Carey here, your trusted guide to all things automotive here on RM World Travel. Now, today, we're diving headfirst into what I think is one of America's pastimes, brawny pickup trucks. <laughs> all right, now, I've recently put two trucks head-to-head, but these aren't your usual diesel haulers or gimmicky electric pickups. It's all about muscle trucks today, as we discuss the Ford F-150 Raptor R and the Ram 1500 TR. RX. But first, this segment of the show is sponsored by carshield.com slash carry. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready? We all know our vehicles are used for a lot more than just getting from point A to point B. Traveling by car is, for many of us, a way of life. Especially if you're out of warranty, then it's only a matter of time before your vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands. Especially since repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. Now from road trip travel to carpooling to daily errands, cars are a daily essential in this life of ours. And when you enroll in a protection plan through CarShield, you'll be locking in your price for life as it'll never go up. That means for as long as you own your vehicle and the mileage increases or how many claims you file. Plans start as low as $100 a month with no long-term contracts and options to fit every budget, providing repair coverage for up to 5,000 parts from alternators to switches to big-ticket items like your transmission. Their administrators handle all the paperwork and repairs. You choose your own ASE-certified mechanic. Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, complimentary towing, and rental car options. Don't wait until it's too late. Getting coverage is so easy. You could save 20% on your plan today by going to carshield.com slash carry, or you could find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Now, let's cut to the chase and talk about these monstrous machines that have sent shockwaves through the trucking world. Let's kick things off with the Blue Oval Brute, the all-new Ford F-150 Raptor R. Now, Ford 
They've been the king of the off-road game for about a part of a decade now with their standard Raptor, but they've cranked it up to 11 with the Raptor R. They brought the V8 back, so under the hood you'll find a 5.2 liter supercharged V8, which is a real beast of a power plant, aptly called the Carnivore, pumping out a thunderous 700 horsepower and 650 pound-feet of torque. The engine is almost identical to the Predator engine you'll find in the Mustang Shelby GT500, except in this case it is tuned for a bit more low-end torque. But yes, you heard that right. This is a true muscle truck. Now, the Raptor R means business, but it's not just about raw power. It's also got some off-road finesse. It has Fox Racing shocks, a terrain management system with multi-link suspension setup, and a Panhard bar, and a set of burly BF Goodrich all-terrain KO2 tires. Basically, this truck eats trails for breakfast. It can ford through water, tackle sand dunes, conquer rocky terrain, all of which with ease. In fact, I took a Jeep Wrangler owning friend of mine for a spin off-road and nearly scared him to death the entire time he thought we were guaranteed to get stuck in a rut. Of course, we didn't. Inside the Raptor R, it doesn't skimp on luxury either. The cabin is very roomy, as any F-150 is, and loaded with tech. You've got Ford's SYNC 4 infotainment system, massive touchscreens on the center console, and creature comforts that really make it a great daily driver, not just a weekend toy. If we shift gears, let's take a look at the competition. Ram, not one to back down from a fight, unleashed the 1500 TRX, or as some people call it, the T-Rex, a few years ago to challenge Ford's dominance. And boy... Not only did they beat Ford to the game by a few years, but they came to win. Now, under the hood, you'll find a 6.2-liter supercharged Hemi V8, belting out an astonishing 702 horsepower and 650 pound-feet of torque. The T-Rex is yet another application of the good old-fashioned Hellcat engine, the same motor found in the Durango SRT I reviewed just a few weeks ago. Now, the TRX is also not just about power. There is some real suspension wizardry going on with this truck. It has Bilstein Blackhawk E2 adaptive shocks, a Dana 60 rear axle, and a fortified frame, which is all off-road speak to basically say that this truck was bred for desert Baja-style off-roading, uh, of which it does like a champ. The interior of the TRX is much more luxurious than the Raptor R. Um, it's filled with high-quality materials, a user-friendly infotainment system, although I do think the center screen is way too big. Uh, but overall, the seating is very comfortable as well. You can easily spend long hours behind the wheel without feeling fatigued. So here's the million-dollar question. Which one of these behemoths is the better buy? So if we start with power... Both trucks boast 700 horsepower, the TRX having just two more, but essentially the same power figures. And of course, in the real world, that little difference will not be noticeable. Both trucks are ridiculously fast and quick off the line for their size, with 0-60 to 60 times that rival sports cars. In fact, the TRX actually has launch mode, which essentially gears the car to get off from a dig as quickly as it can. Uh, you can easily do burnouts in both these things. When it comes to off-road capability... I would say it's, again, a neck-and-neck -neck race. The Raptor R has proven itself as an off-road icon, while the TRX really does bring some serious desert racing pedigree. It's like comparing a rock climber to a dune buggy, though. They excel in different terrains, but both are exceptional. Pricing-wise, they're quite far apart, but that's only due to car dealerships nowadays with their additional dealer markups, or ADMs. You can find a new TRX for between 90 to 100 grand all day. Of course, very expensive, top of the line. But good luck getting into a Raptor R for less than 140, which is insane, even though the MSRP sticker price is almost 40,000 less than that. So here's my take. When I step back and look at these things, I can't help but be amazed at how far the truck game has come. If you want a truck that's a bit more of a daily driver with tech-forward interior, the TRX might be the one for you, but if you're all about that off road adrenaline rush the ford f-150 raptor r in my opinion is the trailblazing king it's the one to have so there you have it folks that's all for today's open road segment stay tuned for more automotive adventures and remember the open road is calling so answer it with all the horsepower you can muster i'm rj carey this is armor travel don't go anywhere we'll be right back Join the travel duo and team by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
Stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Well, with nine segments now complete, we have just this J block to go, and it's time for the Museum Gallery, folks. But first, we're sponsored by simplysafe.com. And as we're now in mid-September with kids around the country back in school, your spare time may likely be filled with sports practices and lots of seasonal fall activities, which means your home may be sitting empty and it's going to be more vulnerable. Well, you can change all that and ensure your place is protected even when you travel with revolutionary 24-7 live guard monitoring from simplysafe.com slash carry. You know, it's designed to stop crime in real time because now when an intruder breaks into your home or even your small business, professional monitoring agents can see, speak to, and deter them all through the new smart alarm wireless indoor camera. So you want to go check that out. You'll get 20% off your new system today at simplysafe.com slash carry or find a link as always at rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. Okay, next weekend from the 22nd to the 24th, America's largest free outdoor arts festival will be rocking Baltimore, Maryland as it has been since 1982. Today's museum gallery takes us to Artscape via the show hotline as we welcome the interim CEO for the Baltimore Office of Promotion and the Arts, Todd Yohannik. Welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Todd. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Well, nice to have you with us this morning. So, you know, we were told this is your comeback year, and I know we're talking art, but I guess I could say the same for your Orioles baseball team this season, too. But I'm going to stick to art for right now, because even though the festival has been going on since 1982, it has been on hiatus the past three years because of the pandemic. So I want to know, has that pause influenced this year's return at all, you know, in terms of themes and other things like that? And what can visitors expect for 2023? You know, it is so great to be back. And, yes, it has uh, influenced the team. We've really tried to keep it uh, as local as possible with the artists and the food vendors. We really want to be able to highlight and, and feature that the creative class that makes Baltimore so unique and, uh, and quirky. Well, I love to hear that it's really an investment in the local area. And so I know we're talking you know, art, because it's artscape. And I don't want to dismiss the artist marketplace for people with vendors uh, that are local and who are going to be happy to show their works. But I would like to hear a little bit about the branch off here in terms of the musical impact and the after dark portion of the festival, which I think really broadens the whole experience. Yeah, we have uh, an awesome headliner in Anderson Pock. We have after dark is is DJs. It's live. It's 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 exciting, and um, it keeps the festival going till eleven o'clock every night. Very nice. So lots to do for people, and I'm assuming like lots of you mentioned food. So local food vendors as well. Big culinary scene. Yeah, we've got a got over ninety percent from from Maryland and Baltimore area. So you'll you'll taste a little bit of Baltimore when you come. So I'm excited for everybody to experience it. Well, I, I, I crab, we might crab, drive down for the crab. The, the crab cakes. Yeah, gotta I'm be sure, certainly I'm Maryland. Sure right? It's definitely going to be crab cake. <laughs> That's a given, right? So, Todd, since we have many stations airing this show within driving distance, including right there in Baltimore, we're heard on AM 680 WCBM radio. So for family-friendly activities, I know you guys have Teenscape and Kidscape. So I'd like for you to share for our listeners what the visiting families can enjoy. Yes. Kidscape is going to be a lot of different art pop-ups for kids to actually get hands-on and do all Saturday. Teenscape, there's going to be... Um, kind of design classes. They'll be uh, acting. It, it'll, it's really something for the whole family. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for the kids of, of Baltimore and the region to come back and experience what, what, what Artscape can bring and inspired 
by, by what they'll learn. You know, let's talk about Baltimore a little bit itself. So Mary and I, years ago, we, we lived in the Washington, D.C. area. We were married down there. We spent a lot of time in Baltimore. We've been back. I know we've brought our kids over the years. You've got a great waterfront area there. The, uh, the I know the butterfly area, the aquarium, mm-hmm, everything aquarium, I can think yeah. about. There's just so much to do, and, and, and it's, it's a great state. And then even obviously getting out to the eastern shore and that. But since Artscape has been a staple in the area going back to 1982, you think about that, that's 41 years. Baltimore certainly has evolved in 41 years a lot as a city and a community. So how do you think that evolution has impacted the festival planning each year? Can you feel it? Can you see it? Can you know all of that? Uh, give us a little insight. Yeah, you know, when when when, when Artscape was founded in 90, 1982, the Meyerhoff uh, Theater was just coming, and they wanted an arts festival to bring people to the Mount Royal Corridor. Well, now that corridor has the Maryland Institute, uh, MICA, the, the Arts College. It has University of Baltimore. It has the Lyric. And so we are expanding the footprint up Charles Street to the North Avenue Arts Corridor to really invigorate that area. We're making major improvements to the area through public art, through muraling, through a pocket artscape park that will have lasting effects uh, beyond just the weekend uh, of the festival. It really will inspire a community um, moving forward. Well, that's great to hear. Todd, actually, before we run out of time, where where is it located? I think you've expanded recently. Yeah, it is. So it's it's in Baltimore, in the Mount Royal and Station North area. Mm-hmm. Of okay, yep. Okay. And how many Great. visitors and vendors are you expecting next weekend? You know, in, in past years, we've had over 350,000 visitors. You know, with the new date, I think we could expect something along those lines, maybe even more because it's not going to be as hot. I think in terms of vendors, we had, had over 1,200 applications. So there there have been an overwhelming demand. So I think total, there are over 600 different artists and vendors on site. Well, I knew that those numbers were big, and for people listening in the area, you know, this is not some small little event. It's a big event to go be a part of. It's going to bring a lot of travel and tourism to the Baltimore area next week. We hope you have great weather. We hope you have a great event. I'm sorry we cannot be a part of it ourselves, but it was good to talk to you today. Folks, for more information, lineups, all festival event info, just go to artscape.org, and again, it's September 22nd through the 24th. Todd, have a nice weekend, and enjoy Artscape 2023. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Todd. Take care. Appreciate you guys, and um, let me know if you need anything. Yeah, enjoy. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, Mary, Artscape 2023. There we go. Uh, and folks, as Bobby begins to play our goodbye music, that's a wrap for Hour 2 on this September 16th in today's edition of America's Number 1 Travel Radio Show. Special thanks to all of our guests who appear on the show today with Mary, RJ, Rudy, and me. Thanks to our show team, network affiliates, and our sponsors. And thanks to all of you out there who helped make what we do America's Number 1 Travel Radio Show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to award-winning RM World Travel, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.